My fellow Americans, are you tired of the new normal? Are you tired of the lies? Election fraud. You know the thing that the mainstream media and big tech says doesn't exist? It is time to end it. We must keep going. If you can't fly, run. If you can't run, walk. If you can't walk, crawl. But by all means, keep moving. Many of you are sitting here because you're wanting to know what the plan is. This has to be peaceful. We have the right to peacefully assemble. The solution has been in front of us all along. Ask God if you should step into the gap and become a part of the plan. The plan is simple. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. We are the plan. If you're waiting for others to do the work for you, you're going to be waiting a long time. We are Conservative Daily. Welcome back to another episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. Um, with today's podcast, we're going to just jump right into it, is going to be about the Truth, excuse me, the Moment of Truth Summit that's going on in Missouri, uh, where we will get an update of all 50 states. We'll go through some of those videos as well. But for right now, I want to bring in uh, two of the warriors that are fighting, that are working with um, the Moment of Truth Summit. And frankly, working on the fight of getting to the bottom of this election fraud. We'd had Jeff Lumberg on this morning, Lumberg on this morning, uh, but I want to I want to welcome uh, Pat Colbeck and Patrick Colbeck and Sean Smith, Colonel Sean Smith, to the show. Welcome to the show, gentlemen. Great to meet you. So I know that I have limited amount of time with you, Patrick. I know Sean will probably have a limited amount of time with you as well, but you'll stay on a little bit further. So Pat, I'm going to just give you the floor on what's happening at the Moment of Truth Summit um, over the next two days. Well, right now we're going through your indulgence on the uh, background music, but uh, we're here in the show me state for a reason. Uh, we want our day in court regarding the machines and make sure we have our opportunity to get out to the American people exactly why we're so concerned about these machines and why we need to get them out of our life. Tucker Carlson had a great episode today on what they do in France about and counting uh, the ballots on election day. We need to get to that in America. And I'm, I'm telling you, we just came up with news that we're going to break at this conference, and I'll uh, give you a teaser, if you would, um, for for right now. But uh, we just found out another example why these machines are such a bad idea. Looking at the cast vote records for a couple of townships in Michigan, where we have straight ticket Republican votes being converted to Joe Biden for president. And it's right in the cast vote record, undeniable evidence that something is wrong in Denmark. So we're going to talk about that and a heck of a lot more at this summit. Well, and, and the, the amount of proof that we have, I constantly say that we already have enough evidence. But as, as we had Jeff on this morning, Jeff Lindbergh on this morning, he said, Joe, I can show you that there's problems in the system, but I cannot tell you definitively that it's in the machines because they won't give us access to the source code. Do you think that somewhere along the line we should be able to look at the source code? Well, I'll tell you, I'm not so convinced it's in the source code, but heck yeah, we should be able to look at the source code. Um, this is nothing but a glorified adding machine. What is proprietary about adding one plus one? But I'll tell you what I've, uh, just that cast vote record information that we just uh, discovered. 
that's across an ESNS machine, and that's a Dominion voting system. So it's across two different systems. So that tells me that it is likely something that's based on a network intrusion and not specific to the source code you find in each platform. Now, that's just a supposition at this point, but it definitely indicates that uh, um, we need more transparency, particularly around these network configurations and what these systems are connected to. One of the discussions I'm going to be talking or having at this symposium is talking about all the different um, IT systems that these uh, election management systems connect with. So while Dominion and uh, ESNS may say nobody has access to our system, um, from a physical perspective, there's a lot of IT systems on the back end that have access to that data. And that's one of the things we're going to expose because that's how bad actors like the Chinese Communist Party plug into our election. All right, so let's let's say that what you're saying is accurate. I'm going to just bring this up, and then, Sean, I'm going to have you a- answer this. Now, did you know that ESNS and Dominion Voting Systems share similar code sets between the two companies? So yeah, I, I'm, yeah, I'm going to tell I you... I don't know which... Yeah, we don't know what parts are common, which okay. parts are not, but yeah. So I will tell you, and this is just me telling you from a system architectural standpoint, that to say that some that the CCP came in and beamed into these systems would co- that would that the probability of that happening across three thousand uh, different uh, uh, counties or or, or uh, uh, areas is probably mm, it'll be it could happen, but it'd be difficult, right? But having to share the same code across the same point and upload that information into CIDL, which goes into Edison, I would, I would venture to say, and maybe we could disagree with this, we'll definitely have the conversation now, but I would definitely say that you don't keep someone away from the cookie jar if there's no cookies in it. Yeah, well, I, but that's also what they're doing with the network access, right? All the, all the event logs, they won't get us access to any of that. They won't get us access to any of the routers. I, let's just say whatever it is, there's common vulnerabilities, obviously, between Dominion and ES and Atlas. No, I would agree. I would agree fully with that statement. So, uh, Pat, we'll we'll let you get back to what you're doing, but I would I do want you to have the final thought, and then I'll get to uh, we'll just have Sean on here talking about the, some of the things that we'll be going over during the during the uh, next two days. Well, I, I'm just excited to have this opportunity. You know, on the way out here, I was flying on a plane talking to somebody that hadn't heard any of the information that we have uh, regarding uh, the subversion of our elections. And that's why this event is so important. we got to get out to people, let them know the evidence we have, have discussions, serious discussions about what could be um, going on as a result of some of the uh things that we're observing, just like we were just talking about, where is the bug? Where's the malware coming in? We should be able to have those discussions in open, and that's why I'm really looking forward to this weekend, because we finally get to talk about it in public again, and uh, um, Mike has been doing warrior's work with uh, everything from the cyber symposium to the action series to this, and I just, uh, I appreciate everything that he's doing, I appreciate everything that you're doing, Joe, and Sean, you are one of the best uh, guys at describing technical terms and plain speak that I've ever come across. So thank you for all your efforts. You're, you're doing a great job. Thanks, Pat. All right. Pat all right. Knock them alive, guys. I better run. All right. God bless all you. Right. This episode of Conservative Daily is brought to you by DCF Guns. They're not just a supporter and a partner. 
of the show. They're an organization that is on the front line of promoting safe and responsible gun ownership. Along with being a staunch defender of the Second Amendment, they have a lot of different things inside of their three ranges and stores. So they have a gunsmith at every location. They have the ability to do massive amounts of training, uh, anything from beginners all the way up to uh, competitive shooting. Um, they're also the best gun store in Colorado. Uh, between a mar massive arsenal of top-tier firearms and competitive pricing on ammunition, they're a go-to resource for newcomers and expert shooters alike. Memberships there start for as little as $25 a month and offer an arsenal of benefits beyond that, such as store-wide discounts and special access to training. Even better, what you're seeing right now is DCF Guns also has an e-commerce option, meaning you can take advantage of the awesome prices without leaving your home. Just visit dcfguns.co and start browsing. I do want to tell you that as a listener of conservative-daily.com, you get an additional 5% off everything in the store. You have to use discount code Joe. That's J-O-E. That's discount code Joe. Go to dcfguns.co and use discount code Joe. J-O-E. That's me. Or it's coffee, cup of Joe. Um, but you can go there and save an additional 5% off every single thing on the site. Um, as always, we'll keep the range hot and the deals hotter only at DCF Guns in Castle Rock and Colorado Springs and now online, available to everyone across the entire country. Sean, doing yes, some, you're doing some pretty amazing work. You're, you're spearheading some of the people that have to be able to come together, and there's a lot of them. Yeah, I'm excited about uh, about this weekend because the states are going to speak again, right? So people don't understand. A lot of times people, uh, they discover something or they get turned on to realizing what their duty is and what they're going to have to do to, to uh, restore election integrity and therefore uh, integrity in our republic. And they feel like they're alone until they find out how many other people are working on this. The work that the citizens are doing in the states is... I mean, it'll, it'll uh, make your eyes water. It's unbelievable. I, I know there's there's multiple states, even today, that right now, that are filing in courts, trying to get injunctions against use of these uh, corrupt machines, trying to get access to records. Americans just aren't giving up. That's the thing, is they tried to get everybody to give up. They tried to, you know, tell us through media that there was no point, that everything was secure. Then they attacked everybody. Now they're calling them right-wing, you know, extremists and racists and election deniers. It's just not working, right? We're we're past the narrative. We are a post-narrative uh, society, and we are going to restore the constitutional republic. So I'm I'm excited about the states' uh, presentations tomorrow. So, so the states are making presentations, and after the state presentations, we're going to go through some of the other data that I believe, and I think the one thing that I think is really super awesome about what you've done is that you're on the U.S. Uh, EIP side, you're on the Cause of America side, there's going to be some tools that were launched, pretty exciting tools that will help people stay connected. I'm really excited about that. I've had a, an opportunity to get involved in how that was uh, developed um, from, the, from a distance. Um, but it's it's it, we're being we're we're thinking forward on what we can do. But I think we all agree that the machine companies are compromised. I mean, don't we all agree that that the Dominions, the ESNS, they got to go. All the people who've looked into the history and the facts around the machines. This is one of the amazing parts is hearing people debate. You know, well, Dominion this or you know ESNS that. 
it's not one company it's all of them they ha they have never been straight you start going back and looking through the history of the the legal violations procedural violations just the utter fraud that has been imposed upon the american people through the voting systems they have never been they have never been legitimate not even one time in their entire history and as you point out most of them use kind of the kernel uh, like K-E-R-N-E-L, the kernel of yes. the same code, same software functions. Like you take a guy like uh, uh, Talbot Iredale, Tab Iredale. Now this is the chief software guy for Clear Ballot. And I've had this discussion with elected officials. They were uh, rightfully proud that they had fought against the state officials to make sure that they could use something other than the Dominion voting system. They Colorado. had a choice for their vote. Exactly, in Colorado. And uh, the clerks were proud of their fight and for good reason. But what they didn't understand was even though their voting system was probably better because it was less complex, it's still the same exact kind of structure. You still have computers built overseas in the People's Republic of China of foreign-made components, you know, under the direction of the People's Liberation Army where they can be compromised. You still have the same compromised and vulnerable software and you still have the same kernels of functionality. You have a guy like Tab Iredale who came from, you know, Premier, uh, from Diebold through Premier. And why were they made from Diebold into Premier? Because they had so many issues with corruption and inaccuracy. They had to change the name to protect Diebold. So they change it to Premier, and then Premier was sold. ES&S tried to buy it. They got an antitrust because they were going to have too much of the uh, of the uh, software mar or the uh, voting system market under one company. So what did we do? We let a Canadian company, Dominion, right, fi financed by foreigners, populated with Iranian engineers. We let them on the same buy floor up. as Soros's nonprofit. Right, same floor, same sharing offices, same people sitting on the boards. Exactly. So Tab Iredale then goes to ES&S, right, and then he ends up at Clear Ballot. These are the same people. Oh, right? how about just like Eric Coomer coming out of Sequoia, just like David Marino coming out of Sequoia. These are the same people, the same technology, the same engineering approach, the same software. They put a different wrapper and logo on it. We have, I, I don't think we've had a straight voting machine in the United States in 60 years. You know, and, and it's funny that you say that. I want to play this small uh, uh, clip of you in Selection Code. And, and by the way, you're, you're, you're kind of a stud, bro. I kind of, I'm pretty excited about this, this little, I got to look at a little bigger one, but this particular one, let's go ahead and play this real quick. The complexity obscure the truth? Complexity hides corruption. So it makes it extraordinarily difficult, even for professionals in cyber industry, to get to the truth of what happened inside the systems. It's not a needle in a haystack to find out what's true. It's a needle in a mountain of haystacks. Who keeps those records? I mean, this is what I know from my limited investigations into technology, that Whoever created the software and whoever created the hardware own a unlimited, perpetual, worldwide copyright of everything that's on their systems. Is that the same with the voting systems? It is. So the voting system vendors or manufacturers have proprietary restrictions on their own software. So they run computer hardware 
and then third-party software like Microsoft Windows or Linux operating systems, and then they have their proprietary software. The commercial third-party software like Microsoft Windows is so vulnerable, there's so many acknowledged, published vulnerabilities in it, that there shouldn't be any voting system using those to begin with. And how many voting systems use that? Pretty much the whole United States. Uh, tired of feeling like someone's always watching on the internet, maybe advertisers know a little too much about you, IPVanish is a solution for you. You can use IPVanish on your, your computer, tablets, phones. You can use it on multiple devices at the same time without sacrificing speed. Um, they're for you, and, and here's the thing, it, it, it blocks advertisers, hackers, um, your ISP, third parties from getting access to information to you, uh, blocks people from getting access to your passwords. All the data is encrypted. And for our listeners, you can get 70% off their yearly plan for listeners with 30-day money-back guarantee. It's like getting nine months for free. It's super easy to use. All you do is tap one button. A disclaimer, if you are using things, True Social, you have to turn off the VPN. If you are using things like uh, vMix, uh, Chevy apps, or things like that. So there are some things that does need a dedicated IP, um, and it recognizes that. So just keep that in mind. So go to ipvanish.com slash daily, use promo code daily, and save your 70% off. John, I... It, that That's like dropping little bombs, and nobody understands how significant what you said was. I think people are starting to understand. Uh, you know, you you know this because you you're in the community. I'm not I'm not really, and I say this. I'm not a cyber guy. I've been exposed to the threat, and I understand what to do about it and how to find the threat and testing for vulnerability. But but I've worked with you know some of the best cyber people in the country working for national security. Nobody I know who knows anything about cyber can believe when I tell them what, how our voting systems are comprised and how they're tested, that none of them believe it. They can't believe it. That you, you run into a guy like Clay Perique, you know, who did testing with the uh, Army Threat Systems Management Office and then tested for the voting system uh, testing labs. And he understands, and he was just waiting. He was just sitting there waiting for somebody to ask him because he couldn't believe what he had seen. You know, he was restricted under NDAs other than Bev Harris and, and some other people who has been looking at this over the course of the last 20 years. I mean, other than, you know, three three Democrat uh, senators in Congress who said that they were concerned about voting systems following the 2016 election and then suddenly had no concerns, you know, approaching and after the 2020 election. It, it's shocking. Once you start reading about it and understanding the number of times that we have found the systems compromising elections, we've caught them and we're still using the systems, right? We're still getting them pimped from the Election Assistance Commission, National Association of Secretaries of State, and National Association of State Election, Association of State Election Directors, and then all of these nonprofits, that Hydra, that just absolute you know, massive hydra of leftist nonprofits pushing this technology on states, lying to public, lying to election officials, paying off the media. We have been betrayed. And so, so like people talk about, you know, what are we going to do to secure the systems? We're not. That's the problem is that you, we got to move beyond the idea that we are going to do something to restore integrity to these voting systems. You can't. It's impossible. Be done. It's impossible. Yeah, we could spend because, 
whole the whole of the national product trying to do it and we wouldn't have any confidence in it or shouldn't beyond the moment we turn our eyes away for even a second well and and the issue that i have is that sean you're an expert parik clay parik is an expert he was kept away from the source code he says, let me, let me test this. Here's what I found here. Here's what I was able to break into. And they said no. And the company that hired him, the company he worked for to do that testing, was actually hired by who, Sean? By the vendor. And so the vendor is actually double-checking themselves in a position right. of trust to do a public well, good. Well, now, don't forget, they're testing according to the voting system standards that are recommended to the Election Assistance Commission by the Technical Guidelines Development Committee, which, by the way, is comprised of representatives from the voting system vendors. So they get to devise their own test standards, and then they get to decide which tester they use, and those testers are completely dependent. Their only source of income, well, their only source of documented income, I have some reason to believe that there are other sources of income, in particular for Pro V and V, but but I'm sure, you know, that will get away. No, they won't. No, no, they, they won't. And I think that, I think the issue that I have, I personally, the issue that I have is that they don't bring up any facts. We bring facts. We bring information. We bring real stuff to the public. There's 300 million people in the country, if you believe what they say, which I don't believe it, but there's 300 million people in the United States, right? And I think 330 now, according to the Census Bureau. I, I, think it's, I think it's bunk. But that's just me thinking that they need 330 in order to be able to do what they did in the election Four, systems. But. 400 million voters, though. <laughs> 400 million voters, yeah. It was just, here we go. Um, well, you know what? I think we're just going to have a global vote. We're going to have 7 billion people voting in a deal, and those, we'll do mail-in ballots to everyone across the globe. Um, but we, we bring all this information. We, we, we talk about the vulnerabilities in the system. Parikh talks about the fact that he wasn't given access to the, the source code. This is all stuff that's going to come up. Is Parikh going to be speaking at the, the uh, summit in the next two days? I don't know. I hope he will be. I, I hope he will be. I like him. I like him a lot. He's like a lot of guys that I knew in the military, you know, cares about his country, cares about his family, chips fall where they may. So I hope he will be. I was reading his... <laughs> I was reading his testimony, and they asked, they tried to get him inflamed about Trump, and he goes, well, it's much better than Biden. I mean, I'm not going to say anything, but, you know, isn't that great? <laughs> he also said that uh, you know my what pillows I was, are the I best pillows. About this in court. We were sitting there in court down in Arizona, and uh, the uh, um, defense counsel in, uh, for, the, for the Hobbs side, this, you know, slick guy, a lot of attorneys like that. I know some good attorneys, but not as a large proportion of the population, but that this guy isn't one of them. So he's, he's trying to make these claims and make these assertions and, and trying to get Clay to say something. And they really just have no answer for Parikh because Parikh knows more about the systems than all of their experts combined, right? That guy they brought as an expert is a guy who's literally, his job before he became a election systems examiner for the Secretary of State of California was rent a center. I'm what? not making that up. What? Yeah. All right. Ryan Messina went from <laughs> rent-a-center to being an election systems expert. Uh, you know, he didn't stop it, go, just... And so now he just, well, you know, now he's literally a consultant. What did he do for rent-a-center? Foreign. What's that? What did he do for rent-a-center? 
I, I don't know, but I, I assume it wasn't uh, uh, anything to do with voting systems. No. Although, you know, who knows in California? But anyway, so uh, so they were <laughs> the, the council was trying to ask for re. Uh, I mean, that'd be you know, it couldn't be worse than election source or the election group or. But um, they were Center trying to get to, rented, to say something. Rena Center yeah, might yeah, have actually rented those machines. They might have rented the machines to, to everyone in California. For all I know, okay, yeah. I digress. Okay, for sorry, Freak. So, no, that's okay. So they were trying to get Parikh to say that he had gotten compensation, and they asked him if he, he had, they were, you know, did you get any of it? Because they were trying to ask all the expert witnesses on the on the plaintiff side who was compensating them, which was pretty funny, actually, when it came to Macias, because he had to admit then that he was being paid by States United, which is one of the latest, uh, you know, more prominent lawfare groups. And um, and so, anyway, uh, uh, Parikh... Uh, they asked him if he'd received any more compensation. He said no, but but he had bought a bunch of my pillow stuff. <laughs> the defense counsel didn't, you know, he wasn't really sure how to react. He said, "Oh, well, I'll have to, you know, I'll have to uh, look into that later. I haven't heard anything about it." And so then Parikh says, "Yeah, my pillows are the best." So it is now it is now a matter of record in a federal court that my pillows are the best. So good job. That was, the, that was the capability demonstrated by the defense counsel. That's how good they are, as they managed to get the fact that my pillows are the best uh, admitted as part of testimony in a federal courtroom. So, I told Mike about that. He was just as amused as I was. So, so, so we we have a, we have a video from the the truth the moment of truth summit. And this video is a couple minutes long, and it goes through. We, we sent this out, um, and Sean, I was telling you this. You know, that I think you guys were really busy, and I told Mike I built this entire campaign to make sure that we got 25 million people to watch. I think we will get 25 million people to watch. That is the amazing part about this. Um, I spooled up a couple CDNs, made sure that we have full bandwidth so that something happens to someone, we can just start di diverting people to different environments. Um, but I sent out this video, and I think this video just kind of does justice to what's happening at this, at this event. Um, and I did so without without any permission. So I'm just going to tell you right now that I've sent this stuff out. But I told Mike, and he's like, oh, okay. Um, but let's go ahead and play this really quick. <laughs> let's go ahead and play this. Today, I address you not only as a citizen of the United States, but as an American, standing for all humanity. We are faced with the gravest of challenges. For the first time in the history of our nation, technology has been activated that attacks our Constitution with a capacity to destroy our future. Absolute proof of the biggest cyber attack in history. It's a takeover of our country. We must remove voting machines and any electronic devices from all elections forever. All of you praying with us need to know. We have the tools and evidence to prevent catastrophic results, and we can secure our freedom. Everything that can be done to prevent this disaster is being called into service. The human drive for excellence, knowledge. Every step of the ladder of experience has been taken to expose the truth. Let's take their country. How are we going to do it? Let's use it with computers so we don't even have to fire a shot. Data experts have worked countless hours to bring forth the truth to the American people. This is a war 
on national security. This is a war between good and evil. This is a war that will affect what our country becomes. I just want to know everyone out there, all the evil that's out there, we are never quitting till we get to the truth, ever. Through all the chaos that is our history, through all of the wrongs and discord, through all the pain and suffering, through all our times, there is one thing that has nourished and elevated our souls, and that is our faith in God and courage. We must be brave. And I encourage you to use this time at home to get back in the Word, read our Bibles, and spend time with our families. We will get through this and get back to a place that's stronger and safer than ever. Elections have consequences. These selections are transforming the spirit of our country. The focus of the entire nation must be on this event, the moment of truth. God gave me a platform for a voice for such a time as this. We as a people must stand for the American dream, one nation under God, for liberty and justice for all. If the election of 2020 didn't happen, we would never, ever, ever have gotten to this great place we're gonna get to. Trust me on that, ever. This was all God's plan, and we are in the greatest revival for Jesus in history. God bless you all, thank Mike you. Mike Lindell presents live, the Moment of Truth Summit on frankspeech.com. Sign up now. And I know that preparing, preparing yourself, your family, making sure that you're able to take care of yourself as the times evolve. Uh, I'll remind everyone that you can go to DCF Guns. If you go to DCFGuns.com, you can find all of the locations. They have the Castle Rock location, as well as two down in Colorado Springs, east and west. If you go to DCFGuns.co, it will take you to their online store, and you can find a ton of awesome stuff on there. Go get training. Go arm yourselves. Get ammo. Get the things you need. Uh, so that's DCFGuns.co. Well, there you have it. Although it did say 48-hour live telethon. Um, I hope it's not 48 hours straight. I didn't sign up for that. <laughs> yeah, I hope not. Too. I think I think what they'll do is they'll they'll you know replay some of the segments because people can't watch it you know straight through. A lot of people can't. You know, there's so many people now working two jobs, three jobs. Uh, you know, just trying to compensate for the incredibly destructive economic decisions of this regime, both in the White House and in Congress. That I think you know people will catch it where they can. But I'll tell you, I. Uh, so yesterday, just on the way here in the in the uh, on the airplane in the airport, etc. Just on the way here, I had multiple people ask me. They had no idea the summit was happening, but they all had the same opinion. This, uh, you know, every working person I have spoke to, spoken to has the same opinion about the direction the country's headed and the reason for it. So, and obviously, it's because the officials are not accountable to citizens and they're not accountable to citizens because our elections have been taken over. Hey, so Sean, let me, let me ask you a question about uh, the solution. Cause I think that everything has to be working the problem. And when we work the problem, we come to a solution that would solve all of this, but yet they're still fighting against it. If we, if we did these things, and I'm just going to go through a list of a few things. 
I want you to tell me whether or not that would solve the problem. Now, it's a rhetorical question because I think that a, these are things you've talked about, but I don't think the audience has heard about it. I think they're going to hear about it in the next two days from you. But serialize every ballot. Get rid of the machines completely. Go to, go to paper ballots. Shrink the precincts. Make election day a federal holiday. No one gets to work. We shut down the, the we shut down the country for nine months. We can shut down our country for one day for the most sacred thing, the most important thing, which is the voice of the American people. Give everyone free IDs that can't afford it. We sent forty billion dollars to Ukraine. Why can't we spend a little bit of money making sure everyone has an ID if they truly care about it? Shrink the precincts. Completely shrink them down to a place and have the precincts upload into a transparent web environment the number of votes for each candidate because when you shrink the precincts down to 200 300 500 doesn't take very long to count them right upload into a system even that is at the, so the largest the largest precinct in the united states is only four thousand people even at four thousand people that's a couple hours if you've got four thousand people you have more people to count so so, so, so that's count the bat paper ballots so decentralize it to where it gets to there. They upload it into a system. They, they literally certify it. All, all the, the, the watchers there go through two sets of teams. They all read it. They all certify the, the election results for those ballots. Those ballots then go into a secure box. The public can go and look at every single precinct and say, oh, that, that, there's the vote. We can get out our own calculator or phone out and be like two plus two plus six plus nine. Ah, I got it. We have 19 exactly. votes, right? Tell me whether or not that would solve every problem we're dealing with today in the elections. That plus returning, so so the centralized statewide voter registration systems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get rid, get rid of mail ballots. Get rid of the centralized statewide voter registration systems. Keep the ballot, keep the voter rolls at the county, where where you know where there's an official who you who has to say look at you face to face. Not on some dais with friendly media, but face to face, uh, and that's it. You know, vote in person on election day with ID. After every ballot that you're going to count has been accepted, then you count them all from, and they stay on video from the time they're cast by a, an eligible elector until you're done with the precinct count. And the precinct count is certified by precinct residents, right, right there on video, and and posted for the residents of that precinct. It's their vote. It's That's not an election that belongs to the state or anybody outside it. The first obligation is to report that result to those precinct citizens, and the media can find out about it the same time citizens do. And they'll, they'll probably, if they're fast, they'll have been adding up the votes themselves, watching the video of the counting. You do it that way, and I, I've said this, and I mean it, I don't care if every single person counting is a communist an avowed communist that swears that their objective is the destruction because if you're going to count under video you can't cheat it's going to be visible everybody can count along they get their own addition if there's something wrong with the uh with the sum it'll be obvious and you'll be able to review that video so so i don't you know there people have said this is partisan how about we have citizens able to choose their government the way our constitution was written 
Well, and I, and I, th I think that that's, you know, we, we haven't paid attention for decades because the, the Democrats have been yelling about election fraud, election fraud, election fraud. And I think that they were setting it up. I think they were given this information to set it up so that in 2020 they could say nothing to see here and we could create this chaotic uh, controversy over the elections and the systems that have been put in place to, to secure our vote. But, Sean, if, if the elections that were today are safe and secure, then why is it that people like Soros, why is it the Eric system exists? Why is it they're trying to uh, duplicate logs across different, um, you know, to see who's living where in different jurisdictions? Why, why are they doing all that to bloat these voter records if the system is not designed to steal the voice of the American people? I'm it's a fair question. The, the answer is obvious, right? You don't, you don't, need, you don't need complexity for addition. This is grade school addition. We never needed it. So, so this has been underway for a long time, right? The, the, uh, the complexity, the increasing complexity, the push to reliability, the centralization, the reliance on experts. Have we had enough of experts, right? We heard about COVID, COVID vaccines. Now they want to tell us about monkeypox as if there is anyone outside of a, a you know, gay orgy in the United States that is actually concerned about monkeypox. I mean, I'm, so, I'm sorry to right? laugh about this, but we talked about the dog that caught it. And I'm like, oh, it had to be yeah. a gay couple that well, gave it to their dog. kids, though. It's not even funny. Oh, I didn't hear about that. I yeah. talked about it yesterday. Yeah. But I mean, the monkeypox only affects yeah, I think gay people. More people have been killed, you know, outside of gay orgies. And I'm not saying I mean gay gay Americans are Americans. It's not that I don't care about them, but but it's like uh, you know, if if you if so in my house, there's a place on my stairs where the the overhead clearance is a little bit low. I have running downstairs because I have a bad habit of running up and downstairs all the time. And I have run my head into that low overhead, but I only did it once because once I'm aware that there's a hazard there, then I don't continually run my head into it. So if we're really concerned about monkeypox and we know how to prevent the transmission of monkeypox and then people still transmit or, or get infected with monkeypox, I, you know, I'm not sure that's a government problem or, or a population problem. You know, not everybody is and not everybody lives in my house. So not everybody has the opportunity to run their head into that. Pretty much just me and anybody at my house have their opportunity. Right. And so that makes it my problem. Like, I don't call the government and say, what are you going to do about this low overhead? You know, are you going to lower my stairs? Are you going to shorten my legs? What are you going to do? I don't do that because it's within my control. And so monkeypox infection is within people's control. But to the point the experts right every time now somebody says experts people cringe people cringe because of what has been done under the guise of experts and election system experts is probably the worst of all because everybody i've seen trotted out as an election system expert is just a spokesman for the propaganda of increasing centralization and technology reliance and it's it's just it's immoral right it's immoral it is without merit the assertion that you should leave it to experts, well, hell no. You don't get to hide anything from the people. The elections belong to us. And we need that attitude. So, so you, you're, 
and again, I, I don't want to I don't want to overstate the obvious. I, I, but these are the things we're going to go over for the next two days. The, these next two days are really just a culmination of everything happening across the country, and just getting to common sense. I, I know that the radical left they're scared, and and it's not just the radical left; it's the establishment on the right who have been saying nothing to see here, nothing to see here, nothing to see here, who have betrayed the people in our nation. Sean, through all of this. You had a distinguished career in the military, right? It's pretty fortunate. And you, I want to, I want to point this out because this, this is vitally important for everyone that understands. Are you paid, Sean, to do what you do? Uh, no, I just draw, draw my military retirement. So you, because you're an American, you served. You, you served in the military. You were willing to fight and die for this country. I don't care what MOS you are. You're willing to fight and die. Everyone is trained that they, at the end of the day, they will throw a rifle your way and you get out there in battle. That is the way the military is trained. Am I wrong? Nope, that's correct. Okay. So you the same a, oath, regardless of your rank, you know, regardless, it's the same oaths. And I actually There's a slightly talk. different rank, uh, slightly different oath for enlisted than officers, but both require, uh, you know, fidelity to the Constitution. That's why I do this for free. It's the same oath. I'm just keeping that oath. But I talked to somebody who worked under your command, and I'm not going to tell you who he is, but I'm going to tell you who worked under your command. And you know what he said about you? He said, this is a man who literally taught me more in the time that I was under him because of his compassion for people and his, his straightforwardness and the fact that he always maintained his integrity no matter where he was. That's from one of your people. And yet in this, I want people to understand that you have stepped in this fight. You have taken nothing from it. You've given a lot. And now that military career has, has kind of morphed over into saving the nation from those enemies, foreign and domestic, and yet you do so unselfishly with nothing to gain through this. With everything to gain. What, what would I have without this country? What would but, my family have without but, this country? But nothing to financially gain, nothing that the left or the establishment sees as important, power or money. You, you, you forego right. all of those things because it really just concentrates on truth. And so you are my Paul Revere. You are one of the men that I pray for every day. And, uh, you know, I watch you. I think I've watched everything that you've been on, actually. Because I have you set as a Google. I, I have you set as a, 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 a alert. So it tells me every time that somebody writes something bad about you or, or says something good about you. And, and uh, so I get an opportunity to see that every morning. Um, so I'm going to give you the last word. I know you got a lot going on. I'm going to give you the last word. Before I do, I want to play this small uh, cut from Sharona Bishop. I know that she was going to be on today, but she's running around as you guys all are. And I do appreciate you taking the time to talk about this Moment of Truth Summit. But let's go ahead and play this one-minute clip. In Colorado, we were told that our machines did not have Bluetooth modems. That was a lie. And we found out that not only do they have Bluetooth modems, but they're not air-gapped either. And that's not true. That's a lie. And the Colorado statutes require that all of our election machines be air-gapped, and they're not. So it's kind of like when your math teacher says, 
I don't want to just see the answer. You got to show me how you got there. That's right. Show me the work. You can show me the outcome of the numbers, but you can't tell me how we got there. And that's what we want to know. How did we get to those numbers? What went on in the system? Are these legitimate votes? And were they cast by people? Or was there something else happening inside those machines that were bringing those numbers up? What was going on? We've all come to a point where it doesn't matter anymore. Call us whatever you want. We really are fighting for the last bastion of hope. And that is, you know, that's America. We have to hold the line. Air get. It says that it's supposed to happen, but it's not. How are the systems used then, Sean? Well, they get networked and then the air gap is broken by uh, removable media. But I will tell you a lot. So so the general public doesn't know this because the general public doesn't deal with these kind of secure facilities and the sensitive information. And so they don't they haven't been exposed to the threat. And uh, the Department of Defense long ago gave up on the idea that air gap was an actual adequate defense. Just like we gave up on the idea that you could just turn off a wireless device inside a computer and then trust it within a secure facility. Do, do you know what you have to do with a wireless device in a computer or technology capability that you're bringing into a secure vault? You have to dismantle it. You have to take a drill to it. You have to strip the antenna physically out of the machine because it's not good enough to just configure it with the software or administratively. And yet that is the inadequate, weak, broken procedure that we rely upon for voting systems. It's a sham, right? It's a sham. So it's the same with the air gap. It is not sufficient to protect us, particularly because the threats have advanced. So, you know, and I say this 20 years ago, we were way out in front of our adversaries. There was nobody even close. Russia had some exquisite capabilities at that time, but the PRC was not capable in the way that we were from a cyber standpoint. 25 years ago, 20 years ago, but the, but the PRC embarked on a crash campaign and we offshored our manufacturing, we offshored software, we brought in literally tens of thousands of foreign engineers into our uh, universities, trained them in all of our advanced technology, let them participate in our technology development and research. And now they have gone back to their home countries and they have developed large, capable, exquisite, formidable cyber programs, and they're all pointed at us. And our election officials and public officials are simply not capable. They don't understand the threat. They don't have the skill set to defend the threat. They don't have the resources to defend against the threat. So air gap, wireless technology, all of it, let alone even getting into the hardware and software from the stores. Well, I want to, I want to thank you. Um, I, I want to thank you for, for coming on. I know that you're really busy. Um, we, uh, we wanted to, we wanted to make this a much more short and concise. Uh, the summit is going on for the next two days, Saturday and Sunday. Um, it starts at 9 AM, I believe 9 AM. That's right. And it goes until 9 p.m. Central time, right? Central time. And, and, and I want everybody to understand, guys, it is not going to be 48 hours straight. I know that Sean will be sleeping. I'll be sleeping during the night. I got a lot of people that will be talking, giving updates. 
Um, you can go to momentoftruthsummit.com, get information there. You can also go to frankspeech.com to watch it. You can watch it on conservative-daily.com. You can watch it on Rumble. You can watch it on all of our channels. We'll be doing updates. We'll be sending out updates on text and email. We'll be doing a lot of different things in order to make sure that they can, oh, uh, the Cause of America. They can go to Cause of America and get updates from you. Um, you they're going to want to hear what's happening with this with this new system, right? That's right. Yeah, it's going to be a lot more capability. We're going to have a partnership library. Uh, the states are going to be able to help organize information and communicate with one another. It's going to be extraordinarily helpful. You, you keep you keep thanking me, Joy, Joe, but I, I want to thank you because you've put your neck out. You've been attacked relentlessly. And, and I'll just say that's how you know when you're over the target, right? Well, I mean, they said that they've said a lot of bad things about me, and they said oh, J Joe was just on that call with Coomer, and that that's his contribution. I will tell you that um, I'm a system architect expert. I built a company on data. And, you know, they, they've taken that away from me, too. They said that my technology, which, by the way, is used by uh, Fortune 500 companies all over the country, um, is technology that's not... It, it's not real. I'm somehow related to, and, and I'm thinking to myself, well, I don't, I don't run the company anymore, but they're thriving. And, and, uh, you know, I, th I think that, uh, I think it's important to understand that they're, they're trying to denigrate everything that we've done individually, collectively. And, uh, we just have to stay consistent in our character. We have to let the fruit of the trees that we have that bear fruit, tell the story. And then we just have to stay focused on mission. That's what they want to take us off of. And, um, you know, so I do my part to stand shoulder to shoulder with you. And um, I just, again, I, I, I'm, I'm very grateful. Now, before we get off, I'm going to pray for you. So I get to pray for you in person, which would be awesome. Thanks, Joe. All right, guys, moment of, the Moment of Truth Summit is going on the next two days. You need to be there. You will get text messages. You will get emails. We will have banners everywhere. We need to go watch it. You need to share it. You need to become ambassadors of truth. You need to step in the gap as well. It's not about Sean. It's not about me. It's not about Mike Lindell. It's not about any of those individuals. It's about collectively, can we do the right thing in order to save our nation? So with that, I'm going to pray for Sean. I'm going to pray for the summit. Um, I'm going to pray for Mike. I'm going to, I'm going to make sure that we, um, that we concentrate and make sure God's in the middle of everything that we do. So let's pray. Father God, thank you for Colonel Sean Smith. Thank you for his commitment. Thank you for his courage. Thank you for his selfless sacrifice, not just the sacrifice that he makes today, but the sacrifice that he made for decades in serving our nation. Father, thank you for the team that he has. Thank you for the collective nature and the humility that they show in standing together to get the work done that needs to be done in order to save our nation and to restore constitutional integrity to our country. Father, thank you for this summit. Thank you for Mike Lindell pouring everything he has into that summit. Thank you for just putting us on a path where we can stand together, set aside petty differences, and do the things, do the hard work, become the tools to help you get to a restorative place, to put you back in our community, but also to restore this great nation, to make it so that the fruit of our trees in this nation can bear fruit and an example to other nations around the world. Father, I ask you to, to as a special blessing over Sean. It has been an, an enormously uh, Herculean effort for him. He has had to stand, lead, submit, 
settle differences, get rid of chaos, uh, overcome obstacles, speak to the media. He's, he's served so many different parts of this very important journey. And he has done so with grace and commitment, Father. And I would just ask you to put a special blessing of protection over his health, a, a special blessing of protection over his heart and its mind, and guard those, Father. Give him the ability to see through all of the evil that is attacking him, that is attacking this summit, that is attacking those people that are in this fight, Father. I would just ask you to let him know, supernaturally let him know that you are there with him, that you are walking with him, and that you are proud of the work that he's doing. Father, please put a special blessing over Mike Wendell. Put a special blessing of protection over the summit and the people that are attending the summit. I would ask you to strip away the ability for people to do harm in any way. I would ask you to mute the tongues of those people that are in the mainstream media that stand to try to silence those that are attending this conference. Father, I would ask you to open it up and to make sure that 50 million, 100 million people get to listen to the words that are being spoke over the next two days, Father. I would ask you to bless, protect, and give stamina to those that are there, that they may stand for those 12 hours, do the things that are necessary, speak your words, Father, and, and deliver the message that the American people need to hear. More importantly, Father, I would ask you to get on the hearts of those people who are legislators, those people that are sitting in positions of trust and authority across the nation that we've elected, that they can show up, speak up, and talk about and, and reiterate this stuff, take this back to their communities so that they can get rid of these voting machines, get rid of mail-in ballots, and get to a place where the voice of the American people matters, Father. I know I ask a lot, Father. I know these are bold prayers. But, but I thank you. I thank you for giving us, for such a time as this, having us be born at a, such a time as this, for giving us the ability to do your work, Father. We are very grateful. We are very thankful. We ask for all of these things, and we were thankful for all these things. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. We got you, brother. Shoulder to shoulder. Thank you, my friend. Be safe. I will we'll see, see you, you soon. Yeah, take care. Okay, very good. So Colonel Sean Smith, he's a warrior, does all the work that he's supposed to do, you know, and uh, I want to give you guys a little bit of an update as, a, as an end mark on this. Derek, my friend Derek, who had open heart surgery, is recovering very well. He actually sent me a picture of him uh, eating popsicles. He's eating a lot of popsicles. <laughs> um, and he said he thinks he's holds the records for popsicles. He has recovered. He had open heart surgery. And I just want to thank you for the prayers for him. I want to thank you for the prayers for Andrew, um, who had kidney surgery, who is also one of our listeners. Um, so I just want to thank you for, um, you know, your commitment. I know that, you know, I, do, I pray after every show, and those prayers are working. We're winning. We're winning on the CDC side. They had to admit truth. We have lawsuits that are happening everywhere. We have the media, which is trying to really just suppress and, and silence us. They want us to just shut up, sit down, and let them do the work so they can steal your voice, and you're not allowing that to happen. So I want to thank you for the work you do as a tireless supporter of truth and an ambassador of truth. So God bless you all. We will be coming live to you for the next two days. Yes, sir? You want to talk about the Facts Blast real quick? Oh, I do want to talk about the Facts Blast. Absolutely want to talk about the Facts Blast. This is super, super important. And let's, um, you know, I missed it. And I should probably do a special on this, too, um, where we talk about this. So that this is, um, during the hearing, this is about uh, Fifth Amendment rights. 
This is about the rights of which and political witch hunts and the loss of liberty that we're facing today. But let me just read a part of this. If you get the email or the, or the text, or you need to go to conservative-daily.com, you can see um, what we're doing on the facts. But I have to talk to Congress. So during the hearing, Trump invoked his Fifth Amendment rights afforded to the Bill of Rights, while the left criticized the former commander-in-chief. The inalienable right to self-incrimination is an important one. No person shall be held to answer for a capital or otherwise infamous crime unless the pre uh, presentment of indictment of a grand jury, except in cases arising in the land or naval forces or in the militia. When in actual service of time of war or public danger, nor shall any person be subject for the same offense to be twice put in jeopardy of life or limb, nor shall be compelled in any criminal case to be witness against himself, nor be deprived of life, liberty, or property without due process of law. Uh, nor shall private property be taken for public use without just compensation. We all know that pleading the fifth allows for a subject to decline the answer questions that may lead to self-incrimination. But this amendment puts additional restrictions on the federal justice system. This is where we get double jeopardy and original restrictions on eminent domain. Immediately condemn the, DOB, the, the Biden DOJ's political witch hunt against President Trump and outspoken conservatives and reaffirm your oath to protect and defend their rights against domestic enemies. That's what they are. See, they are saying this, that we are domestic enemies, but they are the domestic enemies. Our founding fathers didn't just put these rights out of thin air. They had just liberated a nation and were attempting to forge a model of governance that would prevent any sort of tyranny they've just defeated. In other words, they sought to right the wrongs they just witnessed from government. And by the way, many people lived under, under the British rule for, for hundreds of years previously and didn't want out. They didn't want away. They, they, they have British colonies. Yet over and over and over again, we found that the corruption in different nations of corrupt people who use power and money in order to hurt, influence, and persecute people, that that leads to resentment. That leads to a fight in the people. And that's where we are today. Yet we're not fully there to where they can take away our constitutional rights, but they sure are trying. They're making it a shell of a document that they are just walking all over, and we have to restore that to our nation and to our communities and hold them accountable. So go and let your voice be heard. You have to let your voice be heard every single day, every day. And by the way, you'll notice that um, on this, to see your impact, um, all of those fees go down dramatically when you become a member and you can for as little as ten dollars become a member of conservative daily um yeah that's it so that's it for this episode of conservative daily podcast thank you very much for being here we'll see you at the summit for the next two days god bless you all if you want to watch conservative daily podcast we go live monday through friday at 10 a.m mountain time and 4 p.m mountain time you can find us live at conservative-daily.com on rumble on Frank Speech, where we go live on Lindell TV 2 at those same times, on DLive, and now on Odyssey. You can also find our episodes at brighteon.com. Make sure you also check out the link in the description to go to the Brighteon store and prepare you and your family with the awesome storable food and other products that they have there. You can find us on the audio edition at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean, Audible, and everywhere else. Make sure you go and give us a five-star review and be that ambassador of truth. Share this episode with everyone who needs to hear it. Text the word freedom to 89517 and we'll shoot you a text message when we're about to go live. Check out the description for our link to the daily newsletter so you get access to the fax blasts.
We want to thank you for being a listener of Conservative Daily Podcast as we pursue truth and fight to restore our nation. We will continue to provide you with the most important information that the mainstream media will not show you. Now at conservative-daily.com, you have the option to become a member with us. Each membership option varies in access and discounts in regards to the ability to interact with the Daily Facts Blast, monthly savings, access to extra content, and interactions with the hosts and guests of the show. Go to conservative-daily.com and become a member right now for as little as $10 a month. Make sure you check out social media and find us everywhere at Conservative Daily and at Joel Oltman. We'll see you next time on Conservative Daily Podcast. It's time to do the hard work. Let's take our country back, patriots. God bless America.